Welcome to episode 61 of the Savvy Shopkeeper Retail Podcast, Seasons in Life and Business. I'm your host, Kathy Cruz. My intention for this episode is to just be real about the last few weeks and to remind us all, remind myself and remind all other small business owners out there that the good old saying, progress over perfection simply has to be enough. Let's start off with a shopkeeper shout out. This one is really a really a big deal to me. So I want to make sure that I send some love to Danny and Tim. They're co-owners of Cotton Shed Vintage Market and a second store, High Cotton Gift. And Danny wrote this five-star review, and I really appreciate it. Her and her husband, Tim, run a really successful vendor-style market, and they recently opened their gift shop. And when retailers tell me that they've heard that vendor-style markets or those types of stores or business models aren't profitable or can't be successful, Danny and Tim are an excellent example of proving this myth wrong. And there are some other shopkeepers too, but they run an extremely successful vintage vendor-style market. And I just want to make sure I mention that because I've heard this on several occasions that people think that they can't have that kind of business model and be successful, and that's not true. So shout out to Danny and Tim for doing that and doing it really well. But I want to read Danny's um, five-star review, and it was titled, Retail is Serious Business. Danny said, my favorite thing about Kathy is that she treats small retail with the, with, sorry, let me go back. My favorite thing about Kathy is that she treats small retail with the seriousness it deserves. She teaches the financial and business aspects that often get overlooked in, especially in a predominantly female industry. So many coaches in this space don't give women business owners the respect we deserve, including the women coaches. I love that Kathy fully expects us to know the business of our businesses and doesn't give us a pass on any of it. She highlighted any. But at the same time, she's full of compassion, respect, and love for her fellow shopkeepers. If you're not in one of her communities, I highly recommend joining. You won't regret it. So this particular review, it really struck a chord because I feel like Danny hit the nail on the head. excuse me, in just a few sentences, she captured my mission, my personality, my passion, and my compassion. So I, again, can't say it enough. Um, Thank you. Seriously, Danny, like, thank you. This review might be going on my website. Um, That's how much I appreciate it. On to the episode. Um, I often talk to Master Shopkeepers members and my one-on-one clients about giving themselves grace when a season, and that's in quotations, when a season in life hits. And a season could be a grand opening at a store, it could be moving your business, it could be an unexpected situation, whether it was something that happened in terms of weather and your store was hit pretty badly or a crime, or even on a personal note when there's an illness in the family or you're sick or the death of a loved one, unfortunately. These are all examples of seasons. A season is a time in your life and or business where a situation consumes your schedule 
and other parts of your life and business may get neglected or pushed down on the priority list. Well, I am experiencing a season and one item on my to-do list that was somewhat neglected was this podcast over the past few weeks. Luckily, my season, which I'll, I'll be talking about, isn't a bad or sad situation. It's growth in my retail store business and it's amazing, but some things had to get pushed down on my list. And like I tell others, it's nothing we should apologize for and we shouldn't feel guilty about it. So I am actually, and I have been coaching myself on this. I'm coaching myself so I don't harp on this in my brain and I don't worry about perfection. I simply move forward. This podcast hasn't been published the way I normally prefer, where it's edited by my fantastic podcast editor or where my show notes are written by my fantastic copywriter, all team members, but hey, that's okay. I just haven't given them enough time to do the work, so I've been publishing the podcasts as I record them. And today's another example of that. And I can't help but laugh. Um, I'm really, I'm publishing this podcast episode on a Saturday morning instead of my normal Thursday morning. But again, it's progress over perfection. I do share some stories and examples about my own business during these episodes, and now I can't believe we're on episode 61, but I don't usually always talk about what's going on in my retail business, the one that I I co-own with my sister. But today I do want to share with you what's been consuming my time because I know so many of you can relate, and maybe it's a glimpse, you know, into me running that business, me running Savvy Shopkeeper, and then still having a family and a personal life and fitness goals and all of those things. So I want to explain why the imperfect podcast episodes. Um, Really, we're growing. Our business, as many other retail businesses, it's been a marathon and not a sprint. And I am, I can just picture a bunch of people like shaking their heads like, yes, yes, like it's, it just takes so long to gain momentum. But on occasion, we hit a growth spurt in my own business. And this is what we've been experiencing the past couple months. So the first thing that we had to do, we had to hire. Um, and that's been great. And because of COVID and the pandemic, We decided to hire within our bubble and we hired my nephew and he's been amazing. Like such a huge help in our business. He'll be going on payroll um, and he is just doing, the funny thing is he knows our style so well that he's been like nailing the merchandising, the window displays. It's just been a huge relief for us as we navigate our business, still cutting our hours, our personal work hours in half, not the store hours, the store hours have stayed the same. But I just wanna give you a list of all of the things over the past, I would say six to eight weeks that, excuse me, really have um, contributed to me having to push the podcast down on the list. So the first one was we traveled Aside from hiring, we traveled to Atlanta for America's Mart, 
And then when you come back from that, if you ever do a market event, you know that there's still a lot of work to be done. You have to get your orders organized. For me, I like a full at a glance, like year at a glance visual of what all my orders, all the delivery dates, the the at least a um just a, a total or like at least what I think will be a total for that order. And that way I look on one sheet of paper and I see everything that's coming throughout the year and I want to make sure that it makes sense in terms of promotions or events or holidays or upcoming holidays or upcoming important retail dates. So you get back from a market like that, there's still a lot of work to do. There's follow-up calls that have to be made if your orders weren't printed out completely or if you're missing something or if you need to provide a credit card, all of those things. Even when you get back from market, there's still a lot of work to do. Um, the other thing that we did is we had a custom cash wrap built. Again, shout out to my brother-in-law, that would be my sister's husband, for building us a custom cash wrap. Like ideal with all of the shelves in it that are perfect for storing all of our tools and our charging station and then additional shelves for tissues and tissue wrap and paper and then slots for bags it's fantastic but then when we got it into the store luckily he delivered it when we got it into the store we still had a paint and stain and all of the things that I'm talking about, I by no means want to suggest that I am doing this all by myself. This is a team effort between me, my sister, and my nephew. The next thing is my sister and I decided that the entire store, and I say entire even though it's, it's pretty small, it's about 450 square feet for the retail area, we decided to change essentially I would say like 90% of the footprint the way things were um, displayed and merchandise and where some of the bigger display pieces were, we moved everything and we did it in four hours. And the point that I wanna make here is even though I'm super busy, I still try to focus on time management. And for us, we had four hours to get it done. I had a hair appointment that I was not going to miss and there was no plan b it had to get done in four hours and we killed it like we really got it done and we were extremely happy we put the new cash wrap in place we moved huge pieces which meant taking everything off of them taking the separating the the really big display pieces because most of them were two parts two pieces separating them moving them one at a time and then putting everything back on but then again making it look better, re-merchandising. So that, you know, took a chunk of time for us to do and then we had to plan that. But I just want to make the point that when you start to create the habit, and this is a time management tip, when you start to create the habit in your mind that something has to get done within a certain number of hours or a certain number of minutes, you start to train your brain to get that task or goal accomplished and this was a really good example of that we had four hours most people would have looked at that and thought it had it would get done in eight hours or over a period of a couple days but in our minds there was no plan b it had to get done and it got done the next thing that i've been working on and this one has been me is our website uh, pages were out of date there was information that wasn't correct 
I realized that our menu needed to be a little bit better and needed to be prioritized differently. Uh, I had to update inventory in our online shop to remove a, probably a substantial chunk of out sold out um, items because that kind of clutters the, the shopping experience for our customers when they're online. So I, I fixed shipping. Shipping was a huge thorn in my side. We use WooCommerce on a WordPress website. And for the life of me, I haven't been able to figure it out for the past two years. I think I finally figured it out. So now we offer a flat rate shipping in Ohio. And then it is calculated based on weight and the, the, the dimensions of the items that are going into the box if it's shipped outside of Ohio. Because if I'm shipping from Ohio to California, that could be a $20 shipping fee but if i'm charging everyone a flat fee of seven to nine dollars i take a pretty big hit on that shipping so i had to fix that that felt really good probably a, a slew of other things on our online on our website but it felt great i go to the website now and it seems to fit our business model and it seems to perform better too i, I needed to push the blog off of the home page. We don't blog anymore, so it shouldn't be a priority and it shouldn't be a focus for the customers visiting our website. So again, that took, I don't even know how many hours because I kind of chipped away at it here and there. Um, the next one on the list is bookkeeping. We hired a bookkeeper. I did all of the bookkeeping. I'm sure you've heard me say that in previous podcast episodes. I enjoyed it, I liked it. But now, because of this new growth spurt, it was time to let it go. So that takes a little bit of time. It takes time to interview the bookkeepers. It takes time to hire. It takes time to get onboarded and kind of work through things with the new bookkeeper. So that's been done. The other thing was I had my tax appointment with my tax accountant. And again, that takes time to prep. I had to make sure my profit and loss statements were squared away and prepared and ready to hand over to the tax accountant along with some other things, making sure that I had all of our tax documents organized and then drop that off. And because of the pandemic, they're only doing phone appointments. So then I had to schedule that just to make sure that I had all of my questions answered. I also recently joked in Master Shopkeepers that taxes aren't my favorite topic. <clears throat> it's probably the equivalent of like bookkeeping to someone else where bookkeeping just kind of clutters your mind and it overwhelms you. That has been me with taxes, but I have taken the time to ask a ton of questions and I think it's finally starting to click. So that was a big relief and that's done, handed off. The next thing on the list is new inventory. We had way more inventory come in over the past six weeks than we ever had in January, February, like triple, quadruple what we normally bring in. And that took a lot of time. And luckily, my nephew was able to tackle that. The one thing that I told my sister is moving forward, her and I really need to focus on the tasks that generate more than $50 an hour in revenue, and that we have to hand off the tasks that generate less than that. So luckily, my nephew has been able to unpack everything, get everything ready for pricing. I'm still entering the inventory in terms of the data in the system, but I'm also going to hand that off, and I personally, I can't wait. 
So we had to do that over the six weeks. We also learned, not that this was really a task, but we also learned that we're a top 10 paint distributor for the paint line that we sell. And that was fantastic news to hear, but it was also a reminder that we really have to focus on that one category in our business because it performs so well and we don't want to neglect it. So then it was like, you know, starting to come up with ideas on how to share more information with our customers, how to optimize that on the website so that we're educating people so that they feel confident enough to come in or either buy the paint on our online store. And then we planned for the next three big projects. And they're all big. Just like the store refresh, these other three projects are pretty substantial. We plan on completely decluttering and, again, um, changing the footprint of our studio and our studios where we do custom services and you know work on a lot of projects in that back space. Um, we plan on working on inventory, reconciling everything. We're finding that some of our numbers and our inventory system don't match with what we actually have, and we don't want that to be an issue on our online site. So we'll be reconciling inventory. That will take a lot of time. And then we also plan on tackling our basement. Luckily, and I know we're lucky because I hear other shopkeepers say they wish they had this, we have a really nice sized basement that's all to ourselves. And we it's pretty full, but it's not very organized. We seem to try to tackle it a couple times or at least once a year. And we think like we're gaining momentum and it's getting better. And then it just kind of gets cluttered. I think this is the year. I think we're finally going to truly tackle it and make it um, something that is that can really contribute to our revenue, that makes more sense, that isn't just wasting space. Uh, I want it to be a well-oiled machine like the rest of the business. So we'll be tackling that. And then we've been doing all of this at, at the same time that we've been working on custom services for clients and then managing a wait list of clients. We have a wait list of people who want our custom painted furniture services. And that requires, you know, emails and some phone calls and, you know, getting them to book dates on our calendar so that they can drop off the furniture. That takes a bit of time. All at the same time, we've been beating our goals for January and February. So I am over here doing a happy dance that we could do all of that in January and February still manage that wait list of clients, still serve our customers well, and still beat numbers from Januarys and Februarys in the past. So all that to say, if you're experiencing a season in life or in business, I can relate. So to summarize, my current situation seemed to be the opportune time to talk about seasons in life and business. When you're going through a period in life where you just can't do it all, give yourself some grace. Don't allow your brain to take over and think about all the shoulda, coulda, wouldas. Move forward, do the best you can, and continue to take care of yourself, i.e. my hair appointment. I was not going to miss that. So like the last episode, you won't find show notes on my blog, 
yet, maybe sometime in the future. But if you go into the show's description, I just want to make sure that I mention, and this is this will be on your favorite podcast app wherever you listen, you'll find links to Danny's website um, if you want to learn more about her, Tim, and their fabulous businesses. If you feel this episode could help a friend or someone you know, please share it or leave a review. I know these episodes can help so many other shopkeepers. Sharing and leaving reviews on the Apple Podcast app. Unfortunately, I think that's the only one you can leave a review on. It's one of the best ways I can reach many other small business owners because it's just like social media. The more engagement I get on the podcast app, the more it will get shown to other retailers looking for help or looking for similar podcasts. And I want to be as helpful as possible. So until the next episode, and hopefully it'll be back up and running like usual, we'll see to be determined. Again, I'm not going to beat myself up over it. Be savvy and boss up.